Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. You guys know Sierra got married last year. It's a lot of work. Oh boy, was it. It's a lot to do. And one thing that really helped her figure out what to do first, where to access certain resources, how to get people to know where they were supposed to go for a wedding, Zola. With Zola, you can discover venues and find vendors easily. You can message and book vendors right on their website. And truly, when I say that that was the first part that we had to do and also one of the most intimidating and hardest, it's so nice to just have them all listed right there and be able to talk to them right there and then. They also have free planning tools, which is really helpful because you don't know what you don't know. And if when you go to Zola... You have a guest list manager, wedding website templates, a budgeting tool because dang, can a wedding get out of hand real quick? Mm-hmm. It could all eliminate so much stress and you'll save so much time all because it's like a one-stop shop. That's so true. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. Hi guys. I'm Jerry. I'm Sierra. We're ladies. And we tangent. Background, background, yeah, trash. It, well, you know what? Hey, hold on. Let's. What's, what's up, up everyone? everyone? Hello. Hello. I'm glad you have those here because I did want to talk about the hot takes episode because oh, like <laughs> it was, it, you know what I, I've been doing a lot of reflection because I'm in two different kinds of therapy right now. Okay. Oh, okay. So uh, we're in couples counseling yeah. and also I'm doing my solo therapy stuff. Uh-huh. So. This is like the perfect time for me to be doing some reflection. When I broke up with Barbara, I was very much in um, a state of ignoring my mental health. Sure. (laughs) Just kind of like, that's not there. La, 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 la. Um, But now I'm like diving right back into this dome piece, if you will. Yeah. And I realized that a lot of my hot takes were based, like my initial reaction were based out of like, fear of being called something yeah oh yeah definitely and so like when definitely uh, like for the it was like reactive defensive already thinking of what people are gonna say well like kind of a thing being being raised the way that i was um and having the hurtful things said to me like selfish was the biggest one so when someone was like having children is selfish i i felt personally attacked even though i wasn't yeah like when someone goes well technically just by the definition of it I'm like, oh, that does make sense. To be fair, I, I'm sorry that no, I interrupted you, but I do want to say one thing about that before I forget because it, I do, I have seen a lot of people, and I totally get where they're coming from, yeah. saying like the decision itself is selfish yeah. because um, you choose of the it, planet and it is a choice. However, in 
especially nowadays, I would like to remind everyone that not every pregnancy is a choice. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you can have that choice, but some people don't get to choose to keep yep. it. They are like forced to. Yeah. So I would like to, in a way, just keep that in mind. Yeah. Because and I think as that's- somebody here who like, that was not my first choice with right. my first pregnancy. Right. But it, was a a big struggle and I hate to say that it was selfish because I didn't want to be pregnant I hate saying that but I didn't want to be Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be a mom at all and I get 19 years old when you found 20 yeah we found out on your 20th birthday (laughs) true yeah Yeah. but and I get where the child the uh where's what are they the child-free community yeah it I get it because I was once wanted to be a part of it and Mm -hmm. like there is so much shame that you get that um on like deciding not to be a mother especially but oh yeah deciding not to be a parent uh but like (laughs) some people don't get to choose they are kind of forced into it and so in that respect I do think it can be a bit self selfless, but I I yeah. understand where everybody is saying yeah. it's selfish There's as well. There's so many I just don't layers think, to it. That's what I, I I don't think it's a very black and white situation. Right. So saying it's for sure one or the other, yeah, I don't think is fair in either way. True. And then and um, I this is gonna okay. Whenever we were talking about the sexless marriage one, yeah, I almost said asexual, but because I felt so. I thought you did. Did I, you I, not? I I don't think I said asexual. I think I said um, people who don't ha- like have that arousal. I forget yeah. how I worded it, but it was because I was insecure about what asexual actually meant, and right. I didn't want to cl- put Be a label wrong. on something that I was wrong about. Yeah. Um. So I'm glad that so many people um were talking about it, but I recognize that my initial reaction of like marriage without sex comes from my skewed version of a relationship because one of what society pushes of what a relationship is right and two the fact that if you didn't like sex something was wrong with you right and i felt and i had said before that i because i didn't like sex with previous partners i thought something was wrong yep and someone was like hey i just want to mention like nothing has to be wrong for you not to like sex that's a totally normal thing for some people but it was pushed so hard yeah. on us yeah, or the, you know, society in general that like, if you don't, it's a negative thing. And so as much as like, there are things now that I feel people have brought to our attention or like different perspectives that they've said that I'm like, oh yeah, shit. Yep. I right. see that. I agree with that. I'm glad that we did hot takes in that way and not like. Because uh, there are certain things that aren't negotiable for us that yeah. are not a hot take. No, it's no, like, no, 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 no. Know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. There are some things that are not opinions. Yeah, <laughs> and we've been very clear. Yeah, on what those are. And for for me, I think it was more so, um, not having lived certain experiences. Yeah. So like my experience with feeling shame yeah. around being self selfish. Yeah. Or shame around sex in general. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, because. All, you see articles that are like, how much sex should you be having in your relationship? Oh, my so God. I can't imagine. ways to spice up your sex life. Give your guy what he wants. Blah, 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 yeah, That's I, literally what we grew up seeing. I, uh, it still happens. It does and it? I, I don't even look anymore. I didn't even realize, like, th- that's such a subtle, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Propaganda, yeah. I guess, for a 
sexually charged relationship. Yeah, and it's, it's a bit misogynistic, yeah. obviously. Like, yeah, but yeah. So I, I'm really happy that the amount of people who from the ace community who responded did respond because there's so much that I don't know. And yeah, that is one that we it, we really don't know a lot about. Yeah, so it's, and people were saying like there are different levels of intimacy and this is what that can look like. And so yeah. I would. I feel love... like I got to that point at the end, but I don't know if what I said earlier like o- overshadowed it. But when yeah. I was talking about one, spe- like I was talking about a specific couple that I know, <laughs> so that's why it's when I said there, you're basically roommates. Like mm. that was a very specific situation yeah. in which I know the person and I know what their romantic that they are not asexual. Yeah. So, but I think but I would. I feel like I got to that point a little bit but I am glad that the conversation continued I would love how we did that one our uh, anniversary episode where people sent in like voicemails or or messages or stuff I would love for people um from the ace community to speak about what intimacy looks like in their relationship you know if you feel because I know I'm so sorry again um I know, I know that, someone called you out for talking over dude, me. In the last so episode. many fucking people did. I'll be honest. And I, a no bullshit. It honestly kind of fucking wrecked me. I'm not going to lie. Well, there were some people that were meaner about it than the one that you saw. Um, but yeah, it made me it like I'm having really, really, really hard time anyways with my ADHD. I think um, that there's also a bit of like CPTSD that's going on. But like I feel like I'm like you're shaking right now I know because I'm really sad about it I'll be honest I'm trying not to cry it was I'm glad you touched on it because I wasn't gonna say anything but but like um I like feel like my like brain fog that happens in pregnancy but like times a thousand and I felt like if I didn't say what I wanted to say when we were you know talking that um I was going to like right now I'm forgetting what I was planning to say mid sentence and I don't know why it's happening. I don't know if it's an ADHD thing. I'm like so afraid to get on medication because the last time I got on medication that was not for me, it put me in the hospital. So like because it was so didn't work the right way. So like I'm afraid to do that, but I know I need to. I know I need to see a specific therapist because obviously the one I was going to is not working. So like, yeah, it was something that kind of made me really upset. And I I think it's also important to know that outside of all of the transition that's going on in just your personal life, the last two weeks, you typically are the person who is doing the research, delivering. You're essentially in charge right. of the conversation. Yeah, and you yeah, weren't last been. week. No, and you weren't this, and you aren't this week. And yeah. so I think for you being like, I have a specific role where you feel very comfortable in that role, yeah. being thrown out of it. Yeah, you're like, okay, so I'm Jerry in this situation. What does Jerry do in this situation? I have to respond. I have to like, yeah, like be the um the balancing you know be the other half that you're not normally so I know I know how we are personally I know how our family dynamic is I know that like I don't take offense to that yeah and so when I saw someone commented on it I knew it was going to eat you alive I didn't know that there was multiple that comment that you saw did it but the the, another one did because the other one was like I said it was a bit meaner um it was very much well, I won't even. I'll tell you about it after. This, <laughs> okay, but, but yeah, I don't think they know that I. They knew that I was going to see it. It was an anonymous one that was supposed to go through the Facebook group, and then it ended up not. Ah. So I don't think they knew I was going to see it, but I did see it. Yeah, and it was very like, oh, 
Yeah. So it is what it is. Yeah. You know? Well, and it's who I am, unfortunately, I am really, 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 really trying to work on it. But like it is who I am. So. Well, and a lot of times we do a thing where if someone is about to take a breath or we think the other person doesn't know where they're going, we just pick but, up. Yeah. It's like it's like trying to help you out with your train of thought because, yeah. you know, me and I know you. And sometimes I especially need like a little help. I'm like, where was I going? <laughs> well, and of thought. It's like, wait, I don't realize I if yeah. you're done or not. Yeah, and so I start same. and then you're like, actually, this train's a bit longer than it normally is. <laughs> yeah. Not sure yeah, if you're yeah, aware. Yeah. Um, but. I'm happy you brought up CPTSD because I think there's so much of an overlap with ADHD. And my sister's talked to me before about it. And she's like, Jerry, I don't think you have ADHD. I think you have CPTSD. Mm -hmm. And there's a very good chance that, you know, chicken and the egg, one caused the other. Right, right. And I'm wondering if that's why medication wise, it's not Mm -hmm. like things didn't help the way that they, and I know everybody says, um, and we say but that it's like a journey to find your the but mm-hmm. like I am so scared to yeah. pick the wrong one again because of like what it did to me and that yeah. I have little people like very small people counting on me now to right. be yeah top of to my be game there. Yeah. yeah yeah so um but what we're going to be talking about today I have another story before we get into it, but I am going to put the trigger warning here. We're going okay. to be talking about something called magical thinking, which sounds magical, but it's, it's not. not. <laughs> um, it's actually something that's born out of uh, childhood trauma, people who are in toxic and unhealthy family systems. Um, and this can look like uh, emotional abuse, neglect. Um, so if that is triggering at all for you, go ahead and skip this episode. I think that it's really valuable information and it actually gave me so many aha moments, which yeah. is why I was like, Sierra, I really want to talk about this because yeah. we've taken a break from talking about these kind of things yeah, yeah. for a bit. So um, I'm glad we that I don't know anything about it because when you told me about it, I almost wanted to start Googling and I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to do it. And then you were like, can we do this as an episode? So I'm glad yeah, that it's I... very, very freaking interesting. Yeah. Um, but... The story before we get into this is I got got. I got fucking got on Facebook Marketplace. Oh, no. I did. I got scamboozled. No. I did. I'm a big fucking idiot. (laughs) What happened? Okay. First of all, the amount of red flags in this story. Oh, hey, one time I put my entire social security number. (laughs) I know. Because I thought my PayPal account was, was... well, I was like, why would they need my social security number? I don't know. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> that's why I'm telling you, because I know that I gave you such a fucking hard time. <laughs> so, dude, it's fucking tricky out there. They fucking. Oh, this was good. Yeah. OK, so this is a warning to all of you on Facebook Marketplace as well. We are selling or the Internet in general. <laughs> <laughs> we're selling our furniture, our backyard furniture. Yeah. It doesn't fit the the whole. I properly. might want to buy that. I'll be honest. Honestly. Honestly. <laughs> I told Corey, I was like, do you want to talk about this when you get home? And then we forgot because he took a nap. But he was like, yeah, let's talk about that. Honestly, we definitely I, would, I would love that. Yeah. It could have saved me $500, but I would have loved that. <gasps> yes, yes, I got fucking got. Let okay, me tell you okay, how this okay, happened. Okay, okay. So his name, which oh, I'm so mad at myself. I never trust a guy John with two Smith. first names. Oh, It's like uh, Greg John. Uh, Greg John. <laughs> Greg John. I fucking should never. I kn- I've always said I don't trust someone with two first names. Greg John messages me and he's like, Jerry, that's a lovely patio. So my mother would love it. 
and she says it's going to be perfect center of picture. And I'm like, that's amazing, Greg John. I would love for your mother to have you this. You were selling. How did you? Okay. I All know. Right. Okay. I know. <laughs> okay. This is a thing that's happening. The okay. bank told me. Okay. Because oh, no. yeah. Anyway, okay. so Greg John is like. I will asking me all these questions, like really, really getting into like asking all making questions, me, asking all the questions, <laughs> making me feel like he really wants my goodies. Okay, oh. so he's like, I'm going to be doing this through Zell, and I'm like, what the Zell? Yeah, <laughs> what is Zell? Okay, so I go to down, I download the app, and I put in my information, and Zell is actually connected to my bank account. Like oh. it took it redirect redirected me to my bank app. Really? Yes, and I could go to my payments where I normally pay my bills, and right under it it says "Pay with Zelle," and I was like, <gasps> "Oh, so this is like a Venmo situation that's, that's already so integrated nice. with my bank." It would be. Uh oh. It Uh-oh. would be. So, um, he's send sends me allegedly the money. And he says, did you get it? And I said, no, I'm not seeing it. And then I get an email and he goes, I just got this email. Did you get this email? And the email was from Zell saying, hey, because of the amount that you're getting, you actually have to be considered a business account and not a regular account. So what's going to happen? <sighs> so fucking stupid. What's going to happen is the buyer is going to send you an additional $500 and then you have to refund that in order to make the transaction go through. Oh. And I'm and he goes, "I need you to tell me cuz it's an old man's picture." Oh. Greg John with his old man picture and his elderly mother who wants my patio <laughs> furniture. <Give me. laughs> Fucking He's egg. like, "I need I need you to tell me because I'm doing this in good faith. And I'm like, yeah, you are Greg John. Okay. So then he starts getting fucking pushy. Oh no. And oh, I this motherfucker. I am completely dissociated. Mm-hmm. I feel I've never done this before. I felt stupid. And mm-hmm. when I feel stupid and like, I'm making a fool of myself right. to someone who's done this before, because he's like, have you not done this? Do you not have that? And I'm like, I'm so fucking sorry, Greg John. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and so then he's like, have you sent it? Did like, I'm not seeing it on my end. Like I just gave you $500 and I'm like, so now I'm feeling guilty. Yeah. And then. So you didn't see the $500 come through. I didn't see like, shit come through. But he's like pushing about it. Yes. So I send this, oh. this Greg John $500. Okay. And. Then I get another email from Zell saying, there's something wrong with your account. We need an additional $1,000. And I'm like, Greg John, you motherfucker. Oh, he was trying to get even more? Yes. Yes. By the end of this conversation. Now, I should. Remember when I said there's a thousand red flags? Yeah. Okay. Red flag number seven. (laughs) Is. Hold on. I got to go back to Greg John's conversation. Oh, I took screenshots. Because I'll be fucking damned. (laughs) So Greg John sent me. Oh my God. I'm so stupid. Sent me his email Mm -hmm. and his name for the Zell account. And it's starnantizpigpud at gmx.com. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Sounds good. Lacey Wilcox. I'm like, Lacey Wilcox. (laughs) 
I thought your name was Greg John. <laughs> What's happening? But you know, sometimes like maybe you're it's his, you're, it's his mom. Yeah, I don't know. Right? Maybe his last name is Wilcox. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just picturing he, an elderly Lacey. <laughs> like that is such a like cute older woman's name. Like Welcome an eighty year old Lacey Wilcox. <laughs> She's a dancer. Will she, won't she, Cox, you know? So anyway, okay. I send it. He's then asking for more money. And I said, uh, I don't really feel comfortable doing that. And he's like, all you have to do is send the $1,000 and it will immediately be back into your account. And I'm like, um, I don't know about that. And he's like, you just need to follow the rules. <gasps> and I'm like, okay, give me a sec. At this point, I've already looked up the fact that it's a scam. Really? And exactly what he's done to me is what the scam is described as. Oh. It, it's been in the news, apparently. Oh. Anyway, so I said, sure, yeah, let me just send you that money. And he said, should I send my info for the refund? And I'm like, you already sent me your info. Why would I need different info? Well, apparently, he. I wanted to see what the fuck he was going to send. Yeah, so I was sure. like, sure, send me the info. Mary Beth Quackenbush at Hotmail.com. <laughs> Name? Now that's more like <laughs> Mary Beth Quackenbush. Why wouldn't you fucking send me that one the first time? I'd have never sent Mary Beth Quackenbush five hundred dollars. <laughs> oh, oh, and then no. then this man has the audacity to sit. At this point, I'm on the phone with my bank, being yeah. like, "Can you stop this charge? It's under dispute. They've marked it as fraud. Thank so God. Ho- it may take forty five days, but hopefully, Thank we're going to get it I back. Hope. But yeah. what he the has hell? the nerve to then message me two question marks and I don't say anything and he's like that's my info send me a screenshot when you're done and I'm like no did you message him back yes can I message him right now and say Greg John go fuck yourself he's he's no longer on he's no longer on there and I'll tell you why because uh-huh. I said it's unable to send I put in a cancellation of the original request you should be able to request as well through Zelle that's what they told me <laughs> they said this happens all the time and you'll be taken care of <laughs> I'm only able to accept cash now <laughs> you need to follow the instructions given to you you have to make refund is that what he just said mm-hmm. and I said I don't have to do anything and then I sent him a screenshot of the Zelle scam <laughs> and now he's no longer available on messenger <laughs> ah fuck yeah. I was just say Greg John, you can go fucking. I know. I don't trust. Mary I trust nobody on marketplace. So I would love to sell you. Okay, my furniture. okay, I'll do that because now I feel bad. I don't care what Corey says. No. I'm buying it. <laughs> you don't have to. That's okay. No, I feel they terrible. GoFundMe. To- <laughs> At least give her yeah. some money back. Yeah. Do you guys find? Don't fall for the Zell scam. No. Don't ever send money through Zell. No. Seriously. Well, thank you for telling me. Yes. I don't ever use Facebook Marketplace because one time I did and it wasn't a scam thing, but like there was a guy on there who was like, I was going to sell him something and I was like, hey, I'd rather meet here. And he's like, no, I, I'll come to your house. And I was like, no, I yeah, meet no. in a public place. And he was got real pushy. And I was like, nope, blocked him on everything. And then like, I will not do Facebook Marketplace yeah, at all anymore. I'm Everyone so always weirded tells out me, by it now. they're like, you have baby stuff? I'm like, I'll give it away. I'm not going to yeah. go on Facebook Marketplace anymore. That no. shit scares the hell out of me. No, I was the first person who responded. And I was oh, like, well, great. Of a now the, the water's tainted. I won't I go back. I didn't even know you put it on. I would have told you about Facebook. Well, I, I didn't know there was scams, but like I would have said something probably. I thought it was just on your personal. So and I didn't no. see any comments. So I'm like, I'll talk to her about it tonight. Damn. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I called and they were like, Hi, this is um my bank. <laughs> what can we help you with? And I was like, Listen, I got got, okay, on Facebook Marketplace. And they 
every, they had to transfer me to three different people and they were like, oh, the man. old cells. Mm-hmm. They're like, that was in the news. And I'm like, I don't fucking watch the news. What do you I'm think not I as am? old as Greg John. <laughs> yeah, Greg Waking John up at 6 a.m. watching the news. I should have known because he said he thought it was going to be perfect for his mom's apartment. I go, apartment? <laughs> <laughs> this is patio furniture. <laughs> you, you son I know it's so fucking stupid. I don't know what her apartment setup. No, like. that's true. I wouldn't have known. I'd be I'd like, put that okay. in my house. It's comfortable. Yeah, it is really nice. It rocks. I know. That's why I like it so much. Oh, anyway, so there was my story for you. That was really good. Let's get ready for trauma. Wait, 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 wait! Time out. Oh yeah. Let's check and see if we have any sponsors. I am obsessed with clothes oh yeah it's a problem for me it's a problem for my closet mm-hmm. okay and that's why i'm so excited to be sharing newly with our audience because newly is a way to try out trendy styles colors silhouettes all different kinds of things that maybe you've been interested in but are like gonna make your bank cry mm-hmm. now you can rent them for a period of time and then you just ship them back for just 98 dollars a month you get your choice of any six styles each month access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing that's another beautiful thing Mm -hmm. because a lot of places may not have options for everyone and this has so much diversity not only in the brands that they offer but also they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility plus the option to buy what you love it's fun it's sustainable and you can save because you get to try out a bunch of stuff that you like or maybe you're like, I don't know, maybe I would like this. And then you get it and you're like, I, I don't think that's for me. But there's no commitment to buy it unless you really do love it. And you're like, you actually can't have this back, Newly. Mm-hmm. I'm keeping it. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off of your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code TANGENTS20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y dot com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code TANGENTS20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's with code TANGENTS20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Do you think seeing a therapist or psychiatrist would be helpful, but you don't have the time to actually find one and meet with them? or afford them? Try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting the help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. Honestly, a lot of times you make that appointment at your appointment you already have. I don't know when I'm going to schedule my breakdown. I don't know when I'm going to need to talk to somebody. And with Talkspace, it's so nice because you can send messages to your therapist so you don't have to wait for your next session. Talkspace therapists can help with any specific challenges that you might be facing. And it's the number one online therapy platform with licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship issues, so much more. Plus, therapy can help you find the tools to cope in difficult times and just be a guiding light. So like maybe you're not going through something really intense, but you just have like, I don't know, a work issue or something going on with a friend of yours that you just need an outsider's perspective and Talkspace is amazing for that. They also are in network with most major insurers so check in on that. Yeah, absolutely. If you got it. Plus, as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off of your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80 to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash tangents, promo code SPACE80.
Ladies and Tangents is sponsored by Claritin. Luckily for those that live with symptoms of allergies, you can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I will tell you, it's so funny because in my household, Corey recently was like, I think I'm getting a cold. I'm getting a cold. I'm getting another cold. I'm like, hey, babe, I think you have allergies. Mm -hmm. I think maybe you just need to pop one of these pills. And guess what? All of his symptoms went away. I'm like, "Mm, I don't think it's a virus. I think it's just weeds. (laughs) And I also know that whenever I go to Sierra's house, my allergies kick into place because of a certain pet. (laughs) So true. And thankfully, I'm able to enjoy all my time there. Now, just after I take little Claritin D, clears me right up. All my (laughs) symptoms are just like, what cat? (laughs) Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Get non-drowsy relief for allergy symptoms with Claritin D. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful release is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Apologies if um, the cord that's plugged into the iPad is bothering you, because it would bother me. Um, I would be like, wow, they are definitely not professional. And um, I feel like it's on brand that my iPad was completely dead. (laughs) As we were about to do this. Yeah. Um, Because I took the notes on my phone. I was perusing on YouTube as I do. I was editing weddings. And normally I like just binge YouTube um, because I finished Love Island and I finished RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. So I had to go back to YouTube and my YouTube is Trixie and Katya (laughs) ASMR therapy. (laughs) That's what it is. So I I stumbled upon um, this guy. I've seen multiple of his videos. His name is Patrick Tehan. Tehan? I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm so sorry. How do you spell it? His last name is spelled T-E-A-H-A-N. So literally like Tehan. Okay, cool. Um, so he is a licensed therapist. I, I don't know what L I C S W means, but that's the letters behind his name. The old list. So, got it. Uh huh. Um, but he is someone that I've watched a few of his videos about toxic family systems mm. and, um, what a healthy family system looks like, which was really helpful for me because if you're anyone who has experienced trauma, um, and you're kind of unfamiliar with what other realities are like, it was super helpful for me to hear what was toxic and then what healthy looked like. Because you could, if you're watching the toxic family systems one and you're like, that looks familiar. I identify with that. I didn't feel like it would help me understand what the opposite was. Right. (laughs) Right. 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 I was happy that he had the other video. Anyway, this is a long way of me telling you I was familiar with him. Saw this video pop up Mm. and it's about magical thinking. It says, do you have magical thinking for examples from childhood trauma? And I was like, "Mm? (laughs) what's this about? You piqued my interest. So I clicked on the video and was shocked. I've watched it twice. 
basically, my version of research is just kind of um, transcribing what they say in the video. Okay. Please go watch his video. Please go subscribe to him. Please. Uh, he has so many resources. He has um, different programs that you can sign up for that, that where you can like communicate with other people who are in a healing journey. He's got strategies yeah. for you, journal entries, things like that. So cool. Is that the one you sent me a link for one of his before? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I did like it. So I'm going to do the reading okay. here. Okay. I feel so weird doing this. <laughs> I'm excited. Okay. So basically he was talking about that like as a child, you may believe that you are responsible for the negative experiences and emotions your caregiver experiences mm, because of not being a good enough kid. Um, that it was almost like you had a power. Yeah. You were powerful enough to change the outcome of your caregiver's day which which as a caregiver now which as a a parent would you ever put that on your kid no but it it happens I know it Noah does it to me all the time and I feel absolutely horrible when it happens yeah but I've heard you tell him like buddy that's not your job yeah I do I try to every single time but he's yeah. like he really I think he's just an empathetic like person in general mm-hmm. so he wants to be a fixer anyways um yeah. but yeah he I I never want that to be his job I don't like don't know where he got that from yeah but he he does he just like wants to be a, a healer <laughs> so. well it's I think there's also a difference between like wanting to be a supportive person and believing that if you are not good enough then it's going oh, to change it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that this, is the that's different. more what he's yeah, talking yeah. about. He's okay. saying like that if you they would be happy if you were a good enough kid. Oh they yeah, would that's be lucky. happy if you but clean I the get kitchen. That I get that. Yeah. So a child may think this this is basically his words. Okay. I want to tell you that I may have paraphrased, but I think the majority of it is basically his words. Um so a child may think that the reason uh, the house is in disarray or the yard is overgrown and difficult to be in is a result of their inability to be diligent enough to organize and prioritize the task to fix everything. So basically he's saying like a kid can look at like my yard right now right. is a fucking mess right. because we just put in a patio. Right. Um, there's toys everywhere. It's a it's overgrown because we haven't had time to mow. That would be like my kids walking outside and being like, oh, it's my responsibility to do this. Right. And if I was better at time management or if I was a better landscaper, or if I was um, not so consumed with my own life, then the yard would be clean. And if the yard was clean, then mom and dad would be happier. Got it. So it's like this idea that they can change reality when it's not like the stuff that they're wanting to change is not their responsibility. Right, 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 right. So they may then also believe that if they were able to fix these things, they would become the family hero, which is terribly unhealthy for a child. Right. I can speak from personal experience that I have always had this superhero complex. Right. Not even just at home. I've had it. I had it at school. I think that one of the problems I have one of my biggest problems is the fact that I can't control my daydreaming. Mm. I create a different reality in my head uh, to escape whatever reality I'm sitting in. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Which is like dissociation, but also I am creating an alternate reality. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. not like I'm zoned. I am envisioning a completely different life. Right. And we've talked about that when we're like, when I said I just wanted to jump ahead 
to when Forrest was sleeping. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was jumping ahead in my in my head, literally. Yeah. Trying um, to like Im- trying to envision that. Yeah. yeah. And that, if you were someone who finds yourself doing that often, it's more than likely something that was born in childhood mm. that didn't um, mature properly, and yeah. so now it became like an unhealthy coping skill. Wow. So a child may have a pantry or a fridge with inedible moldy food and feel responsible because they didn't check the dates oh, or make me. some aware of the expiration. Is that a child or an adult? <laughs> well, if goddamn, we do that. I still am like that. I do that. I but- feel sick when I, so then I just won't, I will let, I cleaned out my fridge. Uh-huh. Sorry, I'm going all over the place. But again, this is my mind now. Mm-hmm. So I apologize. Um, But I cleaned out my fridge just like the one day because I was having a real like, yeah, this is my job today. Yep. And there was shit from 2019 in there. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? But like, I. It's hidden back there. Yes. And I'll push it back and just be like, because I will literally get sick when I'm like, oh my God, that's been in there for so long. It's disgusting. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to put it in the back. (laughs) If I can't see it, it's not there. That's a part of this. But that can be, that can come from childhood because Mm -hmm. a kid who's made to feel like it's their responsibility to take care of like things that are not if you don't yeah 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 yeah. overall making things that are not a child's responsibility their fault mm-hmm. it is easier to believe this and that you have the power to control the outcome by acting differently than it is to believe that the people meant to care for you are negligent dismissive and emotionally immature it is biz- it is wild to me to think that as a child your brain can do this thing where if you don't have clothes that are clean, if you don't have food that is edible, if you don't have utilities on, if you don't have someone hugging you or telling mm-hmm. you that they love you, that your brain will say, I need to do something. I need to be better because that's easier yeah. than believing that someone doesn't love me. Right. And someone isn't taking care of me. It is heartbreaking that children's brains do that Mm -hmm. and that our brains did that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I'm going to give you guys like he breaks it down into four different examples of this. So this is just kind of like setting the scene. But he these are some of the examples he said. um, If the kitchen was clean, my mom won't yell when she gets home. Oh, fucking A. If I put the laundry away, then my parents won't fight. Mm hmm. If I get good enough grades, my dad won't leave. Ooh. So like, it, right? Sheesh. It's thinking that like you as a child have made your parents' life, or your caregiver's life more difficult by existing, existing imperfectly. Yeah. Than if, you know, and if you were better, then their life would be easier and they would be happier. Oh, Isn't my that goodness. Isn't that like sick? Yeah. I do have a question. Okay. I don't know if you'll be able to answer this. Probably not. But okay. okay. <laughs> but maybe we'll just have a discussion. Because my, I think I swung too hard in the opposite direction. Um, as I'm realizing with Noah, I, I just like did everything for him because I was like, I don't want him to feel like any of this is his responsibility yeah. or his job. And now I feel like he's almost 11 and like, kind of behind like i wonder where the line like how you do it like chores and responsibilities and things like that how you go about doing that um without putting this kind of pressure on them i think it's more so that you asking noah to take his plate to the sink yeah i tried it really hard just to be like that would help me out 
Thank well, you so much. Well, like, no, sit. That's a responsibility. Like, yeah, well, that's he what does it, yeah. need to clean up after himself. But yeah. you're not saying if you don't take that dish to the sink, then I'm going to do something terrible. Right. Or he's not filling in that blank. Like, right. One of the things that he mentioned was like, uh, if I... If I, I'll just say take the dish to the sink because I can't remember the one he said. If I take the dish to the sink, then my sister won't get hit today. Jesus, like that's that's what he means. It's yeah. like these really terrible, traumatic things where you feel like if you were better, yeah. then that negative action consequence wouldn't happen. Yeah. So it's not so much that you are holding a kid accountable and making them do right chores, and because, then they're just thinking that. Because yeah. I'm, I'm just always constantly like, is this going to fuck him up? <laughs> no, and but, I think that's because you know what it feels right. like to feel some of these things. Right. And to know that, like, uh, I was just being a normal kid and the things that I got, like, yelled at for sometimes yeah. were normal kid shit. Yeah. And, like, that's <laughs> another thing, too, is there's another video, which I found so fascinating it was called something like the other parent um and essentially he was saying that when he speaks to clients and they heavily focus on a, an outwardly toxic narcissistic presenting caregiver yeah he's like what about the other parent mm-hmm. and he said that that other parent can sometimes um be just like emotionally unavailable and they can um kind of teach the kid to use really unhealthy uh, coping skills or um, problem solving conflict management like that parent was complicit yeah in the narcissistic toxic parents uh, abuse right. essentially yeah. because they didn't do anything right they Just modeled inappropriate behavior as well yeah, so yeah yeah definitely I think that that was a, a really weird path to say you have to teach your kid how to take care of themselves. Yeah. You have to teach them how to take care of a household yeah. because they are going to, he is going to be a roommate someday to someone. That's what I always, I always tell him. I'm like, Noah, whether you <laughs> now think about it or not, mm. you will most likely be someone's partner someday. And yeah. you cannot be the type of partner that you let them do everything. You, you like force them basically to do everything because they love you and they want to be with you yeah. or a roommate situation where they, they have to live with you. And now you're it's a miserable. You're a bad roommate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't say it in those words, but yeah, yeah it's I am trying to like, okay. So I guess I'm that like, I know that I messed up because of how long I did everything for him. But I think it was so it is difficult when you have kids and you have issues where it was like really one way. Yeah. And you're like, I don't want to be that way. So you just swing hard yeah, in the, the opposite. Yeah. We're like, not meant to live in the exteriors. We're meant right. to live in the in the middle. Yeah. But I will also say something that helped me reframe the kind of like, oh, my gosh, my kid's behind and I did too much for them was uh thinking of the things that i did as uh caregiving acts yeah. like i am showing my child that i love them yeah when i do oh, acts nice of service yeah. for them yeah yeah so, yeah as much as like yeah you do want Noah to start doing these things yeah. and you wish maybe he you would have but you didn't know right and i feel like you have created such a beautiful bond with him yeah and you showed him how to care for people. That's why he wants to support you so much because yeah. he felt so cared for by you. Aww. He knows what that looks like. You modeled that. Oh, good. I hope so. <laughs> so, magical thinking develops in childhood pre puberty. Puberty is 
when more abstract thinking develops and the individual starts to realize that fixing the lawn or doing the dishes won't change the outcome of a situation. Interesting. Okay. Children who experience prolonged periods of trauma will carry the coping skill of magical thinking into adulthood, Mm. despite also being able to think rationally. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So... There can be a presence of a developmental delay despite being successful and proficient in different areas of adulthood. This was fascinating to me because when you think about developmental delays, you don't necessarily think of what he's giving as examples. I more so think of like a speech delay or a cognitive delay, things like that, um, maybe a fine motor or gross motor delay. Yep. You can be, he says, you can be a rock star at your job, but struggle with conflict management and intimacy. Oh, fucking A. I never thought about conflict management and intimacy being a a developmental delay. Oh, my God. I'm still delaying conflict. I'll just run away from it. I'm like, nope, can't. I won't do that. Here's another one. This one, this one smacked me right in the face. Um, You can be incredibly emotionally intelligent, but struggle with daily functioning or self-care. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is how magical thinking can carry on into yeah, adulthood. Yeah, man. Because like, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's immature survival ideas. You mentioned last week that if you don't go to the doctor, they can't tell you that you're sick. <laughs> um, if I can't feel it, it isn't there. If I continue to pick this scab, it'll eventually go away. That's what I said about my arm. Yeah. Um. That is a form of magical thinking. Wow. That you can create this solution. Yeah. By just ignoring it. Yes. If I don't go to the dentist, I don't have any cavities. Mm-hmm. And that's, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yep. Except mm-hmm. that it hurts when I bite into cold things. <laughs> so, yeah. So I know. Um, he also says that like winning the lottery as an adult is an example of a childhood equivalence of being rescued by someone. What happens if you daydream about winning the lottery? Because I do that every day. Well, okay. I think that like daydreaming, this is where it, it's nuanced because- okay. You can daydream about winning the lottery. Like, who wouldn't love to win the lottery? Oh my God, but so much. It's it becomes a problem when you believe that winning the lottery is going to save you from whatever situation you're in. Oh my in. God, that's that's exactly what I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. you nailed it. Okay, <laughs> it's not that. Yeah, okay. There is more that I think you'll connect with that goes along when I get to the four different kinds because one of them is rescue based magical thinking, and oh. I think that you'll connect with that one. Um, another one is believing that you are responsible or the cause of other people's reactions. Oh, a hundred percent. Looking for negative meaning and why someone wouldn't get back to you. So, like, mm-hmm. you're convinced oh <laughs> that it is your fault that someone's not speaking to you, or someone took too long to text you back, or canceled plans on you. That's why I don't just don't speak to people and then they're like you didn't say anything to me for years and I was like well because I thought you were mad at me because that one time you didn't message me back and and my brain just told me like they're so annoyed with you they don't want to speak to you yeah that's and so I thing. didn't talk to you for three years I'm mm-hmm. so sorry yep oh, I'm so broken <laughs> <laughs> magical thinking is the belief that one's ideas thoughts actions words or use of symbols can influence a course of events in the material world I'm sorry I can you say that again? Yes, but I, I'll be able to explain it a little better. Okay. Magical thinking is the belief that one's ideas, thoughts, actions, words, or use of symbols can influence a course of events in the material world. Okay. The belief that as a child, one should be able to meet a caregiver's emotional needs. The belief that a child should be running and maintaining a household. The belief mm. that you can control how others respond and act to you. Mm-hmm. 
this can cause OCD. It is not the cause of all OCD, but it can cause OCD, anxiety, uh, neuroticism, forecasting, catastrophizing, which that's you. It's disaster thinking. <laughs> oh my God. Um, that is me. If I continue continuously think about it, it'll happen. That kind of thing. So that's like me. it's repetitive and it, that's why he says like it can cause, um, you know, OCD repetitive. Like if you do something and then something happens, you believe if you do that again, that it'll continue to happen. Yeah. Or you will never, maybe it caused a negative event and you're like, I'll never do that again because I don't want that to happen. That's, Even though the two are unrelated. Yeah. So trigger warning on child loss. But yeah, when I miscarried that literally my pregnancy with Sawyer was completely 100% like, yeah, don't tell people because the last time you told people you miscarried. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. So don't tell anybody. Don't get excited mm -hmm. about it. Um, or it was like, I would literally think that like, you're going to miscarry and I have to like scream out loud. I'd be like, la, 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 because I yes. thought if you think this, it's yep. going to happen. I would repeat over and over and over again the opposite of what yes. I just said to almost like bury yes. it under new thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. And it would have to be. So I don't know if you saw um, the thing that I sent in our group chat the one time, but it was a pregnancy loss commandments. And I had to literally say yeah. those over and over and over again every single day yep. for like the first until I started feeling her moving around because I was convinced like if I didn't yep. that my my mind was going to make something happen. Mm -hmm. And this is why people who have unresolved childhood trauma are very easily, um, I don't want to say sucked in, but uh, vulnerable to organized religion mm -hmm. and modern day spirituality because yeah. it can look like if then situations, yep. if I'm praying, if I'm doing um, this amount of good deeds, then and I will receive will it. It is. There is an element of magical thinking to that. Definitely. And I'm not saying in every situation, um, but it can be problematic in that circumstance oh, when you are now, like we discussed in our Faith 2.0 episode, terrified yep. to that, stop yeah. because you're afraid that something bad's going something to happen <gasps> or you need to continue doing something if you want the good thing to stay. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Young children are vulnerable to abuse around causation. Example for this is, it's your fault things go wrong. I can't make mom and dad stop fighting. I can't make my caregiver stop drinking. I'm not interesting enough to make my caregiver spend time with me. Wow. I ruined my sister's wow. birthday. I'm responsible for the actions of my siblings. I'm the oldest and should be setting the example. <laughs> I'm sorry, those got me so good. Ooh, right? <laughs> wow. Yeah. So if you're connecting with any of this, I highly suggest going and watching his video. And if we get to the other one, going and watching, um, what is her name? The crappy fairy? Crappy what? childhood fairy. That's her name. <laughs> yeah, that's her name. That's a, that. a different YouTube. I don't know if we'll get to it because there's a lot in this one. But yeah, if that's something that's clicking with you and it's something you experience for a prolonged amount of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You may you may have some magical thinking going on. Okay. Wow. Hey guys, we know that we're discussing a pretty heavy topic right now, but we are going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. Spring vibes are in the air, and when you bring in some of the beautiful flowers that are blooming around your house, you probably want to smell them and not your litter box. Mm -hmm. Thanks to Pretty Litter, you can. Seriously, nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. And I'm serious when I say that the, whatever magic is in those crystals, I cannot smell 
anytime. My cat will literally poop right next to me, and I don't realize that she did it until I hear her litter box start going. It's lightweight, low dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. Pretty Litter's crystals also change color to indicate early signs of potential illnesses in your cat, like urinary tract infections, kidney issues, and so much more. Which is super helpful since cats can't talk, and that's a important information to have. <laughs> so true. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to your door. I know, because whenever I go over to Sierra's, it's there. <laughs> always have some. Seriously. But it's so nice because I don't have to change it as much as normal, but I still have some on deck then whenever I do need it. And you won't run out and you don't have to go to the store and carry around a giant thing of litter. Go to prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash tangents. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I don't know why I'm feeling so insecure about this being information heavy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> oh, well. No, it's good. We needed one of these. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Yeah. I've been I've been very avoidant lately of my mental health. And I'm... <sighs> back at your sister. I'm... I think I'm starting to feel it a mm-hmm, lot. My anxiety has been back. Um, I have been just housing peanut M&Ms because, <laughs> like, it's been... It's, like been bad i've felt depression again um and it's scary when you go so long without feeling those things only to feel them again really intensely yeah 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 Yeah, this week has been one of the worst that i've had in a very very long time (sighs) i just got my breathing's labored (laughs) okay so all A lot of magical thinking centers around explaining events. Mm. So children will fill in blanks that aren't explained. Okay, so, so, sorry. um, Go ahead. But that's one thing that I'm happy that I do. I, like, over-explain the shit out of stuff. And even when he was young, like, to the point where I'm like, I don't know if he even is getting what I'm saying to him. People would tell me all the time, like, Noah talks like a grown adult. And I'm uh-huh. like, because I speak to him like he's a grown, like, yeah. I try to over explain everything, even if it's like, not yeah, yeah going to just like, <laughs> I feel like it head. does sink in eventually. So, oh, okay. Today. Yeah. We went to um, Rachel's uh, sex reveal. Yeah. <laughs> Shane put in Rachel's sex party in our <laughs> calendar. And I'm like, people are not going to know what that means. Anyway. So we found out the sex of her baby. Yeah. And Ollie was there playing with the other kids. Uh, so was Forrest. But this story is about Ollie. Yeah. Anyway, running around. He skipped his nap today. We get in the car. And I can just tell he's freaking on one. He yeah. had four balloons in his hand. He bit all of them, popped them all in his face. <laughs> and then he was like, where's the balloons? And I'm like, you just pop them. And he was like, that makes me sad. And I'm like, yeah, I told you not to pop them. <laughs> and then he said... I need calming music on to calm me down. So like he's three and a half. Yeah. And so, yeah, it sinks in. Doesn't matter. He gets it. He's like, I think I need to take some breaths. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So children operate mostly from a very egocentric place. Sure. Um, Developmentally, that's that's just how it is. Um, I believe this is me writing because I could tell (laughs) when I got to that. Uh. I believe this is what causes kids to believe these things and assume responsibility for things that aren't their responsibility. Yeah. They believe they are the center of everything and therefore responsible for everyone's moods, issues, feelings, and actions. That makes so much sense. I remember um, even when we went to Cleveland, uh-huh. um, I think I touched on the like bickering parts, but I get travel anxiety like yeah. crazy. And 
driving in a city is so like horrible cool. especially when i have to be i never want to drive first yeah. of all but then i have to be like um gps person you yep. know and i get obviously i have issues with my rights and my left so i got anxiety anyways about that and, and so, those streets are all so close together it's very freaking hard to and there's tell so many one ways yep. so if you turn the wrong way and i'm like sorry and then he's like we're on a one way and i'm mm-hmm. like ah but so we weren't like getting into it but yeah. i mean we were definitely bickering in, in a tone that i wouldn't yeah. normally use um especially in front of noah so like as soon as that happened and we got to where we wanted and Corey kissed me on the top of the head and we were laughing about it oh i ha- did i ever tell you the applebee story no yeah, I might have to tell you that in okay. the middle, <laughs> but that was what happened. <laughs> so, but when we got to it, I like also as Corey's holding on to me, I held on to Noah, and I was like, "Do you? I, I want to explain what just happened." Yeah. I was stressed out, he was stressed out, and Corey was like, "We love each other. Like that's just sometimes how it goes. Whenever you're in a stressed out situation, yeah. your voices get louder. We weren't being like mad yeah. at each other. We're not mad at you." Yeah. And I loved that he did that, too. Like, he took the initiative to be like, hey, we're not mad at you. Because yep. I thought, like, oh, maybe he will think that, like. Mm-hmm. But, okay, so the Applebee story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're driving around near, I think, the National History Museum is where we were supposed to okay. go. And, like, it's it's in a part of Cleveland I've never been to. So, like, there are certain parts of Cleveland that make me a little nervous. Yeah. Okay. And we were trying to find a restaurant that was near there. We uh-huh. left where we were at. Corey's like, just wait till we get there at least. And then we'll search for restaurants around it. Yeah. I was like, that's not a great idea. <laughs> I don't know. We have two small children. If yeah. I type in a restaurant and then it's like a bar and we bring, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just don't know the area. And that's another thing I freak out about anxiety wise. If I'm in another area. Where am I going to park? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How far am I going to have to walk? Exactly. So, but we do it. We get there. I'm like looking in. <laughs> We find this place. This is actually funny because this is attached to this. As oh my well. God, that's hilarious. Go so we find a place. I'm like, this looks good. He's like, great. We drive past it. It does not look good. There is, oh, well, we drive past, there is a woman on the curb and she is smoking out of a glass pipe. Got it. Right. So in like being loud and, and, you could yes. tell that she was definitely not sober. Yes. So I was like, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we don't go to this one. And he's like, Sierra, just look, put it in Applebee's. I don't care how far away it is. Well, then we at least know that, like, <laughs> You're in the we know Applebee's, you know? Yeah. Like, just pick a restaurant. So I put it Applebee's. I'm like, great, let's go. We start going. I'm telling Turns him. Turns out the lady on the curb's the manager of the <laughs> Applebee's. <laughs> It was her. It was her neighbor. <laughs> um, she was just on break. <laughs> so I'm telling him like, take this left. Okay, not uh, that was right. Take this right. <laughs> take this right. Take this right. He's like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, so we're going around again. Not a great area, but we get to this light, and I'm like, it's right up here. He's like, I feel like this. Looks- <laughs> And I was like, well, it's right up there. So we're driving by and we look over and we're at the same restaurant. <laughs> and here my GPS said Applebee's, but underneath gave the same fucking <laughs> thing as the restaurant before. So I was like, so now every time he's like, you remember that Applebee's? <laughs> Which neither the fact that it took us getting in front of the restaurant before we realized we drove in a fucking circle is hilarious. <laughs> right, right, right. I was like, this seems weird, but I, I kept saying, I can't believe we were this close to an Applebee's. We didn't know. <laughs> you idiot. I wasn't. <laughs> 
that made him laugh. But that was what then what we got out of the car. He was like hugging me, and I was like, ah. Did you end up going to that restaurant, or did you find it? No, we we didn't go to an Applebee's. We went to Melt because he was like, I know where Melt is. Just type in this address, whatever. So we drove like (laughs) half an hour away to go to Melt because we knew what it was. (laughs) Yeah, and there was a Starbucks near there, and at that point, neither one of us had had coffee for the day, and it was like 3 p.m. No wonder you don't know your left and your right. I know. I'm like, I can't function without coffee. (laughs) Anyways, okay, go on. Okay. Sorry for that story. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm pretty, I don't remember which one it is, but it has to do with needing to control like situations like that to, to essentially guarantee your own security. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I should also say that there was nothing against the w- the woman on the corner. We just had small children with us. I don't want anyone to think that I'm like shaming her in any way. She no. obviously needed some kind of help. Yeah, um, but we had small children, and yeah. I, I was just didn't want that. Yeah, that's just, right. just not a secure situation. Exactly. Um. Okay. So back to this. This is an example. A friend can be in distress and we as adults can feel that because we didn't hang out with them when they asked or respond to their call, we caused the distress. That's why I hate those memes that are like real friends don't go blah, 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 or Mm -hmm. they check in on. It's like, don't put that on your friends. Like you have a phone as well. I mean, I understand if you're always the one reaching out, but like, then that's a conversation you have with your friends. Posting like passive aggressive memes like that Mm -hmm. makes everyone (laughs) that doesn't. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. My assumption is if you feel like your presence would have prevented someone's stress, emotion, that is your inner child saying, I am responsible for making mm-hmm. sure everyone else it's is okay. happy. Yep. Um, and it took me so long to get to a place where I can confidently say that I am not responsible for anyone else's feelings. Yeah. Um, and that was something that I told Shane frequently when I was trying to get him to communicate his needs and his thoughts to me. And he would have this hesitation and he was like, well, I don't want to hurt you. And I'm like, you don't get to decide that. Yep. You're not responsible for my feelings. Right. Like when people send in their hot takes, it's not your fault that you had this hot take and it made me feel like triggered a reaction. Yeah. Yeah, That's something that highlighted an area that I need to work on. Yes. And so very important that you say that. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, Yeah. it did. Because it goes back to what we said in. I don't remember. It was some it was one of the first videos that we did mm-hmm. where we talked about how your first yep. thought isn't your responsibility, but your second is. Yeah. And so like with the hot takes, I was like we my going, first thought oh, we were just going dictate my feelings. Same. So it was cool and I'm very grateful for the responses that we got because it it triggered that for me. It made me remember that and realize that I needed to challenge those things. Anyway. Um, your inner child might also think that people will like us better and want to spend more time with us if we aren't so needy or boring. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This hurts. Magical thinking is akin to denial. Oh boy. Coming from a place of a child who survived a toxic family system, not a place of judgment as to why you do the things you do. This is, that is where we're coming from right now. This is any of these things, if you do them, if you identify with them, this is not to shame you. This, yeah, is, this is no. This is just almost highlighting something to kind of put a name to it. Yeah, yeah, a piece of the puzzle that's yep. like 
it's not your fault that your brain does that. That was a something your brain did to keep you safe, yep. to take care of that little tiny part of you that wanted to feel loved yeah. instead of feeling hurt. It just like tucked that part of you away and created this other magical mm-hmm. land to keep you safe. Yep. So here are the four examples. This is a long daddy, this one is. Okay. I can't wait. Love a long daddy. Uh, number one, if I ignore it, it will go away and resolve without action. This That's is you. <laughs> also, like, kind of blind optimism. Got it. But it can go the other way. Yeah. Where, like, you hyper focus on things as well. That like, me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so this can be um, when children aren't getting help with regulating their emotions or withstanding abuse. A way to cope is to not get slowed down by feelings surrounding the trauma. So you would basically, I don't want to feel that because that's not helpful to my oh current my situation. God, I still do that. So I'm just going to pretend it's not there. Oh my God. Yeah. Me with my mental health this week. Yes. <laughs> the only reason mm-hmm. I've been talking about it, like as openly as I am on social media, which is so cringe to me when I do it, but like, I feel like if I don't, what my brain does is like, this isn't happening. And yep. then until it snowballs into like, well, now you're dissociating mm-hmm. for a long period of time. Yep. And that's not healthy either. This can look like um, believing that whatever birthday party or family event you're going to, um, maybe you're, uh, maybe a caregiver who is uh, an addict will be sober for it Mm. Um, instead of realizing that they definitely do have um, an issue with addiction right and that's not your fault that's not gonna happen most likely you can't just think that it's not gonna happen and it won't Um, a child stops feeling anything about their parents separation because they just ignore that it's happening (laughs) A child who is neglected, um, not being prepared for a school project, believing that the teacher will help them get it done and excuse the lateness and incompleteness. (laughs) I'm just going to hope for the best. They're going to help me out for sure. You know, that's why I failed like all through. Like (laughs) literally, I was just like, I know eventually like this will just take care of itself. I'm not going to do it, but it'll get done. (laughs) And then it wouldn't. Oh my God. I'm having so many, like, I literally think what is wrong with me because Corey will tell me sometimes, he'll be like, Sierra, we'll get a piece of letter in the mail that says something about a debt or something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, this is serious. How long have you been putting this off? Like, and I'm like, it'll go away. It's fine. <laughs> it's literally, thinking. yeah. And he's like, debt collectors don't go away. And I was like, nah, but it'll be okay. Everything <laughs> will work out. And he's like, are you going to do something about it? I'm like, not no. today. <laughs> not going to be today. No. Uh-uh. So he has to like hold my hand. He's like, Sierra, these things don't just go away. And I'm like, well, this is how I've been operating. <laughs> yeah, my you whole have life. to. Yeah. Uh, a child deciding that they're fine after witnessing emotional or physical uh, domestic trauma just because mm. it's easier to believe that mm-hmm. that didn't happen. Yeah. Or it wasn't as bad mm-hmm. in your mind. I remember when the things that happened even in my own relationship, yep. I would tell people about it and they would like, I would say it as like a funny, like, oh yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like he did this and they're like, what? That's abuse. And I'm like, no, but he didn't mean it like that. But at that point, you had been practicing creating uh-huh. this alternate reality for so long yeah. and like separating yourself from your real feelings that that just became second nature. Yeah. I was like, that's not abuse, you guys. He was joking. He pushed <laughs> me into the closet because it was like a funny haha. You you're being be silly there. thing. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. just had to be there. Yeah. 
Uh, as an adult, this can lead to failed relationships, mm-hmm. toxic relationships. Hello. Uh, people will feel that if they ignore the addiction, abuse, cheating, or financial issues, it'll just go away and work out on its own. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then you're in a relationship <laughs> like that for four years. Yeah. Uh, you can have dismissive magical thinking where we ignore that a caregiver or partner or sibling acts out at major life events or has repetitive toxic behavioral cycles. Um, mm-hmm. You can ignore medical problems. And this was something he was like, when people ignore medical problems, I often wonder what was modeled for them as children when it came to self-care. You'll be fine. Yeah, you don't. Are you really? Yeah. Are you really? There's people counting on you. You need to go to school. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. God forbid you take a day off Mm -hmm. or a week. (laughs) I had shingles. (laughs) (laughs) Ignore stressful events or life situations. Go into autopilot or become detached during confrontation or stress. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Any of these? um... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Number two. As I say on Lab Island, they're ticking a lot of my boxes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, number two is anxiety management-based magical thinking. Fucking A. So when a child's imagination and fears aren't met with connection and comfort, children will fill in the blanks and become hypervigilant and anxious surrounding safety. There can be a lack of communication or precedent that is not safe for the child to ask questions. So, like, he uses the example... Uh, that they're you overhear your caregivers talking about a gas leak mm-hmm. and so now you're obsessed with a gas leak and you sure. every time you smell gas you think the house is gonna blow up <laughs> <laughs> is that me <laughs> you catastrophize it yeah uh-huh oh my god <laughs> and if in the family system it is not safe for you to ask questions to get clarity on whether or not that's true yeah worst case scenario is always playing yeah Mm-hmm. The child may not trust the adult to take care of things based on the cycles within the family system as well. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, a child jumps on the bed and won't let their feet hang off because they're afraid of a monster. This is an opportunity where you can tell the child. You're safe. You're safe. That's I understand why you're afraid, but yeah. there's nothing there. And, you know, there, it's an opportunity for connection and yeah. comfort. Yeah, yeah. And if it's not met with that, then, again, your mind goes wild. A child overhears their caregivers discussing an illness or financial issues and becomes hyper aware of their health or is constantly afraid of losing the safety and security of food, utilities, and shelter. This can cause obsessive thinking and believing any and all issues are black and white. We are late on a bill. We'll experience homelessness. Have to cut back on the grocery list. We'll start. (laughs) If I make my dad, my dad... (laughs) If I make dead, <laughs> no, if I make my bed, dad will come back after threatening divorce. If I keep the house clean, it'll make things better for things outside of mom's control. Oh. Explaining reality in magical, uh, in magical ways is a way to survive or navigate stress and anxiety about reality. Magical thinking is a way to have power over the anxiety because reality has made the child powerless. Wow. Adults can develop obsessive patterns that they believe will prevent negative events from occurring. Issues with ambiguity, issues with control around safety, issues fearing one's thoughts. The ambiguity one is what reminded me of the restaurant. Yeah. It was an unknown for you. Yeah. And that meant unsafe. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like, if I don't know where my surroundings then immediately this to me is like if you don't know the menu Mm -hmm. then you're going to freak out because you don't know if there's anything that you're going to be able to eat or that the kid's going to want to eat and yeah so the ambiguity fuels the anxiety (laughs) definitely because the unknown is so there was no sense of comfort and 
because in no sense of security then. Yeah. Uh, becoming involved with fundamentalist religious ideas or new age spirituality in a literal sense that causes them to ignore their physiological needs like hypervigilance or safety problems or codependency. Mm. If I don't pray today, bad things will happen. If I don't have my crystals with me, bad things will happen. So essentially relying on those things to keep them protected rather than taking the steps necessary themselves. Um, this was the, it says may need to see the restaurant layout or menu before. So they know what to expect. (laughs) may avoid social situations that Corey always like laughs about is we'll be like i'll be like where are we going and he's like what are you doing i'm like i'm googling the menu obviously <laughs> i have to know what we're having before we get there yeah. and i'll be like oh i think you'll like this and he's like have you been here before i'm like no maybe nope. i looked at the menu <laughs> online uh they may avoid social situations because they believe they'll contaminate an otherwise positive space and ruin the experience for others <laughs> hello isolation <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, when he talked about contamination that's almost why I wasn't going to say anything about what like had made me upset this yeah. week because I was like, don't be a Debbie Downer. And then I was like, no, because yeah. I want people to know that we are real people mm-hmm. and the things that they say affect us because I don't want people to look at us and just think we are two beings here solely for entertainment. Yeah. Like we are humans. And I wanted that to sink in, even though it meant like perhaps putting a womp womp on the situation. <laughs> well, and the hard part is. That a lot of times, what when especially when they're saying like that we were talking over each other because yeah. like there's been times where they were like, "Will she just shut up and let her tell the story?" Where right. they said that about right. me. It is. I don't want to say it's ableist, but it is yes. ableist in an unknown way because that is that something- is an ADHD thing, mm-hmm. and it is something that feels uncontrollable. Yeah, and so. It sucks when someone highlights it yep. as like a negative, like a like a personality flaw. Yes, and so yeah, and it makes it like I don't know. Like I also hate when things are framed as like a. I know this isn't just me. Anybody else? Because then it's like do- asking people to dogpile and like, ouch, you know? Yeah. Like it's already something I'm thinking of, and now I know another person is. And to be like, hey, I don't like this about this- me. I don't need to hear that fifty, 50 other, other people, people don't also like it. fucking hate it. Yeah. Yeah. You could just not listen. <laughs> yeah. Please don't tell me. No. And if you, I mean, unless, unless it's constructive criticism, if it's something that I can change mm-hmm. and you come at me in a constructive way, like that almost, I think what triggered me the most about it, I'll be honest, is that it felt like being in high school again mm. and hearing mean girls like talking about me behind my back, but not caring that I was right there. Like I can see that. I can hear you. Yeah. But, but having such a like, laugh about it or like a I don't care that she's standing right over there this is so annoying isn't it oh my god like how annoying this is kind of a thing thing and it may be like like, (laughs) you have always felt like people don't want to listen to you or don't care about what you have to say so highlighting that as as a thing to like shut you up that's like okay I guess people don't want to hear me people don't want to listen to me because I'll tell you what my brain did in that situation I I freaked the fuck out and immediately was just like I'm quitting I don't want to talk ever again Mm -hmm. (laughs) like because I'm I'm somebody who but that is I feel feel like goes along with magical thinking yeah. your brain's trying to protect you and the it's only just way like, to protect just don't you talk is ever disappear. Again. yeah just don't talk anymore to anybody and i literally had to like pet myself up before i came here to be like say words here because <laughs> i was just gonna sit here and be like mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. that's what i was thinking the whole week was that yeah. i was just gonna sit here and be like 
Mm-hmm. I knew you were off, but I didn't know what you were off yeah, about. And yeah. I was also off, so I didn't care to ask. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I, understandable. Yeah, no. Yeah. I didn't want to drama dump on anybody, so I'm not going to... I mean, I told you. I t- said it on TikTok. Yeah. But it was... I was just kind of asking for help because I was like spiraling. Yeah. And at that point, I'm like... I didn't even see that. Well, I, yeah. I think I posted something and it was the same day you posted something about having a hard day. And I was like, oh, samesies. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking samesies. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Next one is clairvoyance. Okay. So we get confirmation on an anxiety or a fear, and the person believes that they are able to predict such events. Mm. He was saying that it's if a parent does this, it's poor modeling for a child because it's essentially like telling them that you can predict the future. Not saying that there say, aren't people who are. I'm oh, yeah, I will. Lost on this one. It's, it's not so much that. There aren't people who are clairvoyant or mediums, sure. but he's saying, again, there's like a, a separation. Right. Um, this can look like I knew your dad wasn't the one, but mm. I knew there was a higher purpose to staying together. Interesting. This is okay. not to dismiss actual mediums. This is more coming from an egocentric or grandiose place. Don't ever think that I don't know what you're thinking. <gasps> Don't think I won't find out what you've done. I know everything. Just kind of like oh, this. Oh, I have eyes on the back of my head type yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Adults can be highly anxious around things involving predicting. Uh, these survivors struggle with the idea that feelings aren't fact. Oh, wow. And adult survivors can be vulnerable and can test um their abusive partner if they do this then it means this so like if i call him and he answers or he responds back then this is what this means wow so like there's this element of i can predict what's going to happen yeah but like it's it's calculated yeah okay that's interesting i'm curious to who that pertains to i I don't identify with that one so that is one that's like very interesting to me i mean i do identify with some of that this idea that like nothing that I ever did was private right nothing that I ever did was um my own and that there were no boundaries and so I identify with it's almost like a lack of safety around your privacy my privacy Yeah. yeah So the fourth and final one is rescue-based magical thinking. When an adult... Oh, this would, is the one they... Oh, my God. Yes. I resonated so much with the other two. I can't wait. Okay. <laughs> when an adult would perpetually live in this fantasy where her ship would come. This can look like winning the lottery or meeting a partner who has resources uh, that are able to get you out of whatever negative situation you're in. Yeah. Or the relationship has a magical level of romanticism instead of reality-based intimacy. Wow. This can look like a geographical cure. If I move here, then I will have my needs met. Interesting. When I yeah. tell you. Shit, you've said that how many oh times? Oh my God. I was like, everything will I'm, be fine if I live in the woods. If I move to Oregon, I'll be fine. Yep. If I just run away to Oregon, I'll be fine. How many times have I said that? Well, I don't yeah. know if I've ever said that out loud to you, but been like, if I just run away, everything will be fine. Yes. Everything will be fixed if I just run away. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> fantasizing about going back to school or owning a house and believing it will just happen oh my god without doing the footwork to make it happen (laughs) you know there was something i think that uh there was something that someone said that's like the dangers of manifesting incorrectly yeah 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 i'm trying to remember some what i heard but it was around the lines of like 
there's this validation that you get. I do this all the time where I'll post about the thing instead of doing it. Yep. And I receive the instant validation. And yes. I'm like, and cool, then you don't no, want to do it. fucking do it anymore. Yep. And like, that's what I, I'm like, oh, I already, in my mind, I've completed it because yep. I received the validation for saying that I did it. See, I, I so badly want to share the remodel that we did in the breezeway mm-hmm. and the, the patio that we did. Right. Shane and I have this problem where we never finish a project fully. Yeah, yeah, And so yeah, then yeah. I'm like, I can't show anyone. Yeah. The only reason I haven't posted the breezeway is because I haven't finished doing this the baseboard strip. Yep. And so that. you're like, but I can't I post can't. it because yep. then it'll never get done. Yep. Yeah, I feel that. So. Okay. It can look like wanting to be adopted by your friend's family. Mm-hmm. Family losing status and believing they will magically get their affluence back. So, like, if you have, like, your family has, a, like, a fall from grace, like, they lost money or their um, image is tainted. Like repu- yeah, reputation. Yeah. <laughs> reputation your is reputation is tainted somehow. <laughs> they just believe that it's going to come back to yeah. them. Adults can use rescue-based thinking... Uh, Rescue-based magical thinking in romantic relationships. Like, as soon as you have one, it's smooth sailing. Like, all I need to do is just find this relationship mm. and then everything will be fine. <laughs> is that the word they're writing for me? <laughs> this is indicative Somebody to attachment, never be alone. <laughs> attachment-based trauma. The uh, inner child believes they finally have someone to take care of them. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, you can avoid seeking out further education or certain jobs because they believe it will just work out or happen. Okay, but that's that's bad in my case because it did. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, dude. I was like, we are the exception, not bitch. the rule. Yeah, for we sure. We did put work into it, but we yeah. we never like that was something where I didn't have magical thinking towards, and then when it happened, I was like, son of a bitch. Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. No, you're good. Anyway, uh, attribute their mistakes to stuck places and believe they're stuck there forever, mm. like sunk time it's like the sunk cost fallacy God, like yeah, yeah because yeah. i'm in this marriage i'm doomed to be unhappy forever because i'm i can't get out of it yeah. i whatever i chose for my career is my career forever yeah. even though i hate it uh-huh. um whatever my major is i can't change it i'm just stuck here i used to do that all the time and i'll tell you a small thing that i started yeah. doing which i just love that i started this because it makes me feel like when i was pregnant my, the end of my pregnancy i was reading a book and it was ter- terribly <laughs> like it was yeah. not my favorite uh real slow i kept having to reread things i remember reading it while i was in labor and being like this i just it can't get into it then i didn't read anything else so for the first like seven months of my baby's life i didn't read a (laughs) fucking thing because i was like well i gotta finish that fucking book then i'll read another one that's interesting and now then i finally finished it and i was like wow i am annoyed that i even did that because the (laughs) ending was not whatever but i needed to know what happened And now if I start a book and I'm not immediately sucked in, I'm like, well, I'm not, I'm not keeping doing that. Like I'm That's not doing it. Where the crawdads thing. Yes. It's <laughs> like two pages. And I'm glad you did it because honestly, I'm, that is a good one. But if it wasn't like something that <laughs> yeah. I do have one, I finished seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Okay. I think you would fucking love it. Okay. It was phenomenal. Shane's therapist Such- just gave him a book and mm-hmm. he really wants to read it. And so I said that I would like start doing reading <gasps> yeah. time with him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But that's, I've in the last like, two months i've read almost 10 i think 10 books yeah i'm almost at the end of my 10th and i'm still it was, in the middle of my one it was just because i started reading books that i, I was as yeah. soon as i pick one up and i'm like i'm not into this i put it down and pick up another one and then i'm like oh i can read this i read it in three days then you know yeah. what i mean so i'm yeah. just proud of myself that That's that was I one did thing with I, the girl in cabin 10 i did read that quickly the but woman in cabin 10 the, girl. <laughs> the mascara <laughs> 
<laughs> you did read that quickly? I did read it that quickly. That one was yeah. kind of tough for me. I, I think I remember. I was mad. Yeah. I was, I was like, oh, hate reading. <laughs> yes, I was. I was like, you're so stupid. Uh, okay. Some think it's never going to happen. Uh, some think it will fall into their lap. Both are elements of magical thinking. Mm-hmm. So when we talked about like both sides of the pendulum, like that's swinging. that's what it is. It's yep. like you can be someone who's like, I'm never going to get out of my bad situation. My life is like this forever, like kind of cashing it in. Yep. And then on the flip side, it's like everything's going to be fine. It's Eventually, just going to happen. It's just going to work out. And like, I feel like we <laughs> that is us. Yes. We're and maybe because we came together. That's why that's where ma- the magic happened, baby. <laughs> yeah, in the middle. <laughs> um, He ended it with some journaling suggestions. Yeah. Again, please go to his channel and all of his videos are super, super informative and helpful. And there's something about watching someone explain from a very clinical educational place things that you can relate to without knowing you at all yes and being like oh shit that is real yep that's real because you can't say to yourself i i manipulated someone into thinking that i tricked them into thinking those things if you can relate to it and someone who is just speaking on a video yeah then you get to own it i feel like Uh, no you don't even need that but for me that gave me permission to, to own it definitely so some of the journaling suggestions that he gave was uh notice the ways you might have subtle or big ways of magical thinking and then write them down make notes of what things may apply to you and why so like um oh cool i feel like i just did that but you like did vocally yeah. a vocal vocal journal <laughs> yeah so if you wanted to go through you know if you watch his video again and like want to journal as he's talking covering some of these because some of these were my interpretation of examples that he gives so it wasn't like fully verbatim Mm -hmm. he gave some other examples as well um but yeah i think that that would be super helpful especially if you notice yourself doing it yes so that you can like check yourself yeah like if you're in a down place where you're like this is forever. I'm going to be stuck here forever. Yeah. That's magical thinking. That's not true. Yeah. You don't have to be. If you are um, not going to the dentist. I did call. Did I you? said my. Yeah. Did they I told t- me they're not taking patients. Who? Oh, oh, oh. My people. I have. I talked to my people and I got you a form. A new. <gasps> a new did? Patient. Yeah. I got a link for you. Oh so my gosh. We get, you. we get to both go. Woo-hoo! Yeah. I got the link emailed to me. We're going to, to the me. dentist, guys. <laughs> We're breaking the cycle. I'm very excited. Okay. I don't feel like we can get into the crappy childhood fairies video, but I have more notes for her. Um, And there was a really cool thing that she talked about um, in her video called Limerence. Um, And it uh, is common in childhood trauma, specifically abandonment. It's a form of escapism, form of flight with... uh, trauma response but just like in your head um and it happens normally like around change um when you feel like there's a lot of stuff that you can't control uh, and you just like escape to this fantasy and it's something like being in love oh my but it involves obsession yeah reading into everything someone does there's a huge element of fantasy um it's more likely that it's CPTSD and not all fantasy is reality. Interesting. Um, it when you have this like obsession with a partner, uh-huh. um, or the idea of like someone maybe you saw them at work or at a church or wherever, and they are doing these things that you are reading into, being like they're in love with me. Yeah. I did this yes. all the fucking time. Yep, all the time. It 
if there was when I was working at the park as a teenager, yeah. any guy who was probably around our age, yeah. if he came to ride the ride I was working, I'm like, like, he fucking loves me. Oh my God. What is my wedding dress going to look like? <laughs> what will I name our children? Me too. God, I yeah. would like just hyperfixate and be like, well, now we're in love and they don't know who I am. Yes. And I think that's why I was in such shitty relationships mm-hmm. for a long time because people would be like, you're what vulnerable. You, what do you see in this guy? He's kind of like, I go, you're out of his league kind of a situation. <laughs> you don't know what I got going on up here. And I'm like, in my head, I have romanticized the fuck out of this. Yes. This person and this ro- relationship and yep. everything is ultra romance. But it was yep. all fantasy based in my head. Mm-hmm. So then once I took the glasses off and I could see the relationship for what it was, like looking mm-hmm. back, I'm like, yikes. Yeah. If you guys want to hear more about that, there she got into... Um, how that can then lead to toxic uh, relationships Definitely. and um, what's the word I wanted to use? Manipulation and things like that. But I had no idea limerence was a thing. Yeah. And so just tagging that on to magical thinking, how as an adult, you can kind of fantasize <laughs> the relationship, the intimacy, mm-hmm. the connection with another person that you have always wanted because you didn't have a healthy example yep. of what that looked like. <laughs> so you just freaking watch too many Disney movies and then <laughs> thought... Boy Meets World, to yeah. you Corey and topanga yourself. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, um, that's, that's the that on magical thinking. You did a good job. I hope it made sense. You did good. Did I, well, I just regurgitated what he said. Well, I told you, my so. brain is like a uh, half running t- this week. So like half, half mass. I'm, I'm <laughs> half full. <laughs> so you got me okay. uh, to a place. Yeah, I hope so. If not, uh, he explained it better. So just go watch the video. <laughs> um, and this time we're not lying. We are going to record a second episode. Yes. We are doing More scandals. scandals on patreon this is going to be the second one of the month so it's just going to be fuckable bunnies yep. and goose pimps heads up i always feel bad for not mentioning that yeah if, because yeah. if it's the second video then the sad bitches don't get it yeah. and that's why the sad bitches are the sad bitches <laughs> it's true <laughs> they're so sad because they don't get the second video yeah um no sad bitches we love you we love you best. so much um <laughs> yeah that's that on magical thinking thanks so much for hanging out everybody uh we we love you and we'll see you next week all right we're out goodbye Bye.